Hey, welcome to Mortals Inc. Podcast. Uh, this is Carlos Robles. I'm here with Brock. And we're going to be doing another podcast. This time we decided we were going to talk about one of our favorites, the wonderful world of H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Cthulhu and the many forms that it comes in in the gaming world. In the, in the gaming world. <laughs> <laughs> the many forms it comes, for, it comes to you in the nightmares. It's kind of a cult favorite, though. Yeah, it is. It's a solid. It's right after D&D. It's... With role-playing games, card games, board, board games. games. Yeah, it's just a huge uh, mythos. I mean, it's obviously a mythos, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good following, but I don't know what the appeal is. It's just a horror, I guess. Just well, horror like anything. Well, I don't want to get too weird on you for this podcast here, but but I, I really have this whole... When I was in college, I used to study uh, mythology and, and the, the classics and different religions and whatnot, and there are no real American mythology. There, I mean, there's there's a little bit. There's the Mothman stuff. There's the Sasquatch. There's but but you know but there yeah, really, could be a couple of drunk guys. You know? Absolutely, yeah, a couple of crazy guys running around in the in the swamp. You know, making up excuses for why they uh, were getting inappropriate with each other. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Lovecraft did a good job of making an American mythology, I think, and that's other than, yeah. You, so not like mythology as in like he saw something in the no like 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 to me like uh, Sasquatch would be a myth. That'd be an urban legend. Yeah. That, yeah. For America. Sure. But Sasquatch isn't even. That's from another Yeti, or you know, that's there's always something else, but yeah, I I see what you're saying. He's an American writer who came up with something originally, and you know, a thousand years from now, it might be a full fledged religion. I mean, you know, anything's possible, honestly. When I first heard about it, I I thought I was younger, but I was like, I I thought it was a religion, I I I thought it was. I'm like, did did this happen? (laughs) Yeah, so Lovecraft was in right around, I think it was 19 the 1920s, 1916 to 30s or something, yeah, yeah, right, turn of the century, yeah, right around then. Was I always say, it's like. You got Edgar Allan Poe, then you had Lovecraft, then you had like Stephen King. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of that. like goofy writers, and not that are they at equal levels. Who's a, we can't say Stephen King. I mean, he's he is. You know, yeah, you can't take it away from he's him. One but of the he's, greats. Now, I think twenty years from now, it's yeah, he's still alive. You know, he's still Once alive. He's dead, we'll you know, like yeah, it more. You know, it's, it, it's just I see that as horror. You know, because you know I enjoy her. That's my favorite type of reading. You know, sure. Fiction is the horror, and especially the. I think what appealed to me about Cthulhu, or the Cthulhu mythos was H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Is like you can't. You don't really win. No, there is no, no winning. There is no There's winning. Only... Sometimes bad stuff happens. Madness or dying. Yeah, it, the best thing you can hope for is you go mad and save the universe. <laughs> you know, hey, all right, you know. But... Well, that, that was my appeal. It was kind of like the, in, in comic books, they had the, the Watchmen. You know, it was mm-hmm. comic books, Alan Moore got to a time when all the Superman had beat up everybody and the X-Men had saved the universe a thousand times. And they wanted to write a story about how what super people were really going to be like. So that, that was the appeal to me for the Call of Cthulhu was that, um, you know, you have all these D&D games where you're making these godlike characters that can sweep in and magically, you know, move continents and, and oh, save yeah. the universe. And, and then then comes this little easy horror role-playing game where your guy dies. It just he's gonna die. Yeah. If he makes it three games, it's a success. But you can stop <laughs> just a normal person can stop the worst thing in the universe. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? It, it's, it's a testament to human nature that we can sacrifice ourselves by the droves to stop the onslaught of evil. Yeah, it's not even evil, though. You know, it just is. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's funny about that mythos. You look at it, it's like, oh, it's evil. Yeah, but some of it is evil. Some of you know, it, it, there's a lot of evil overtones, but some of it is just, that's just the way it is. It's you like, know, this, these are creatures and we're nothing, you it's know? It's like lava. I mean, lava's going to kill you, but it, yeah. it's evil. <laughs> yeah, it's no, going to no. get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, yeah, you know, that supposedly is. This giant Cthulhu is sleeping at the bottom of the ocean. He's going to wake up and just tromp around looking for a Twinkie and then 
you know, kill half the planet and then go back to sleep. You know, I, is that evil or is he just bored? You know, yeah, you know, it's to him, it's not evil. Potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always liked the cultists. They were my favorite because they were actively rooting for the end of mankind. Yeah. Like how messed up, how bad does your childhood have to be yeah. where you're actively trying to root for the end uh, of the world? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. That's just, to get a group of guys that are self-destructed to organize. To, right, you know, right. We hate the world. We want it to end. I hate myself so much I want to die. But we're going to organize. I mean, you know, although I wouldn't I could see hiring them. I could see even like dragging them. Up. Hey, buddy, you having a bet? Come on. We're going to go do something stupid. All right. I wouldn't believe it was possible until I watched all the politics of the current era. And now anything's possible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> cults are plenty, my friend. Yeah, cults. No matter what you say. On, ah! on, on any side of the fence. <laughs> Oh, that's but, so funny. But Cthulhu, the core of Cthulhu is, I think, if you read the horror, which you should, if you yeah. if you read anything, any fiction, and you have not run any, read any of the Cthulhu mythos, get some of the basic Call of Cthulhu, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Sure. Mountains uh, of Madness. Mountains of Madness. Dunwich Pickman's, Horror. Pickman's, Pickman's model. model. Any of those, you should read them. I, I don't know how many times. I've read them over and over. Yeah, and Every stuff. time you read them, there's something different. And All you, short stories. Yeah. They're, they're a little thick on like the old English. I mean, they're very descriptive, but, but once you really get into them... Um, fantastic breeds. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and you really got to sit back because the, the horror is not like, ooh, it pops out of the closet at you. No, it's, it kind of creeps up on you. And, yeah. the, and you think about it because you'll read in the story, you're like, oh, this is happening, you know, because it's like, oh, this, it could happen. You know, yeah. not, not, not all oh, this could happen, but, you know, this could be just a normal day and boop, you know, all of a sudden you're. Something weird happens and, and all of a sudden you're fighting the forces of evil and saving humanity from its downward oblivion like i always say if you like the movie alien yeah perfect example of a good movie yeah. that's taken off from lovecraft yeah. you know that's all his stuff anything else, I, any big scary horror movie that's just uh like that like no hope the or thing the thing oh yeah one. the thing that's yeah. Pure Cthulhu. Pure Cthulhu. The Event Horizon was another space yeah. one that was like Oh, that. yeah. That was a good movie. I just I watched that again the other day because I, I had it and I was like, I forgot how good this it was. Messed me up a little bit in the head. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But yeah, you're right. When you're reading those stories or you're, you're playing the game, it's it's very subtle. So you're not really scared when you read it. But then like three weeks later, you're sitting up in the middle of the night sweating, <laughs> like looking at your closet door trying to figure out what's coming out. And you realize that it got you. <laughs> or you see something uh, you just don't get. Yeah. You know, you just don't get and you're like, that that wasn't right. Yeah. You know, and then you immediately start thinking about something goofy like that. Well, the influence is everywhere. I mean, from from movies to to other books to I mean even Stephen King, you know, mm-hmm. look all it, it the influence yeah, of just... Lovecraft is in everything science fiction, horror, fantasy these days. Oh yeah. Okay. So the game the game was fantastic, and I think that's probably the appeal. That's why everybody seems to love it, because the the scary, creepy um, unnerving parts of everything you ever grew up with is related to this game. I think it, like, the first time, I think the first, I remember the first time we played together was, uh, <laughs> we, somehow we ended up, I don't even, see, this is another thing, like, I don't know how long I've known you, because I remember we were playing and we ended up being, like, related somehow in the game. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it was, I remember I played, like, it was like a World War Two, World War One mm-hmm. soldier, like, a home or whatever, after afterwards, a veteran or whatever, and then Brock was playing, like, my uncle or something, and my benefit <laughs> uncle, we're all at a will reading for something and uh turns out he was like a heroin addict (laughs) you know because you always have your secret or your sordid past like my guy didn't have much of a i don't think i can't even remember what it was it was something like minor you know he's young but that's part of the role play because he had this secret heroin addiction and what's funny
funny is as you play the game and things start to get crazier and crazier, it's one of the few games, it's the only game I know that has a stat for your sanity. Yeah. And as you start to see things and things start to go off rails, your sanity starts to fall apart. That's you, what it you was. Can develop, I was. I yeah. was unstable yeah. from the war. That's My yeah. sanity was low. That's you why, yeah. develop all sorts of psychosis and, and neurotic yeah. habits. But yeah, we were playing this game and it was just like, we had like, and you got to really get with good role players because we had some good role players that we played with, even though one was like, <laughs> yeah, one was previously mentioned in the podcast. <laughs> I was currently in uh, the Hooskow right now, but uh, he, uh, like he played like a big game hunter that was a coward. Yeah. Yeah. I and remember then, that. And then there was a girl there that was like a, a little prissy and then she just panicked at everything. And he, <laughs> so we're, you know, when you're actually playing the game, if you have good role players, like we're trying to figure something out and the girl failed her like sanity role, so she went insane. Yeah. Well, as the player, she just sat at the table screaming. <laughs> so now we're like, what? Stop. You know, you're like, now you're letting you're really into it. You're like, all right, now we're trying to think of what to do. Right, and you're like, right. wait, wait, stop screaming. It's not really... coming at us, and this girl's just shrieking at the table. We're trying to figure we, out what's going on. I think we ended up like throwing her down the steps at the monster <laughs> to slow her down because we didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, it was a real, real, uh, real, uh, that's real gentleman thing to do. Definitely where the, the saying, I don't have to run fast, I just have to run faster than you <laughs> yeah. comes from. And that whole mentality that, yeah. But the game was basically we all went to a will reading mm-hmm. at a mansion and when we got there of course there's some old tome that had some Mystical. spirit release well yeah, yeah spirit was released when the guy died it came looking not even spirit like one of the cthulhu missiles came looking for something that it had taken yeah. from him yeah well we got in a way yeah. <laughs> so yep. it's like classic uh, b movie horror yeah Fun. yeah, yeah we're just trying there, to figure out what to do <clears throat> there were a couple that we ran over the years the grace under pressure did you ever play that one no i have not. that was a but... modern one where you're in submarines and you're, you've, you've developed a submarine that can go to the bottom of the ocean and you're kind of on your own out there and it's just a crazy thing that Isn't that abyss you have like two different players, yeah, and yeah, two different groups. Two different groups. You have three different groups. You have the main sub, and then you have two mini subs. So people end up splitting off, and um, it all goes over walkie talkie, and then you, you, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you got to get into it. They, it's... they did some good games there. They really did. Yeah. I remember the first time we played that one, we played it in a guy's shed, and we had two cars with blankets over them as many pods. And it had <laughs> two, not, two That's DMs. not weird. Yeah, not even weird. And uh, it was in the summer, we shut the door, and it was like we were sweating. We had glow sticks. I'm like, oh, the heat's broken in the sub, and we're just like dripping sweat. Yeah, that's how you want to end your night. That was also probably the first time I ever role played with females because this is back in like the late '80s, early '90s. Oh yeah, that yeah. was <laughs> way before girls were really into gaming. Because, yeah, <sighs> but it was such a cool game that everybody wanted to get in on it. Well, it's acting at that point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, once you, you know, like, uh, yeah, Cthulhu's Call of Cthulhu is definitely not a like a dice rolling right. munchkinning heavy game it's very role-playing oriented yeah and yeah. so it's like you roll dice just for the you know the chance sure the but, success uh, failure but most of it's just the, but it is not like the classic right tabletop you, roll you're typically not going to shoot the monster to death with a gun no, yeah, no. Well, i got a shotgun yeah that's going to back right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tremors you know like the, yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly. giant Tre- thing oh, tre- the... tremors another cthulhu, Tre- that's a cthulhu yeah that's, an, that's another cthulhu base. but yeah i remember uh yeah i, I was trying to put together uh, <laughs> i think people got you're playing all normal people you're not like right. super powered you're right. like an accountant you know yeah yeah i'm a librarian yeah i got i got a, a sales guy <laughs> and I, I was trying to play with a group of guys i said i'm trying to introduce them to, to call of cthulhu and they were making up characters i said well okay well you're going to be you're an accountant you're a you're an insurance adjuster you're a whatever you know a 
the driver. And then I'm like, well, let me see your equipment. He goes, oh, I got this, this, and I got a, uh, I got a machine, Thompson machine gun in the truck. <laughs> I go, why would you have a Thompson? Right. Explain to me why you would have a Thompson. Do no, you, because I do. Why, why would an accountant? And they didn't do, get the concept of. Do you have a machine gun in your car now? No. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what I said. Right. No, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, I like the panicked look on your face. <laughs> like, maybe you do. Maybe I do. Did I forget? But uh, yeah, it's like, I, I'm trying. I said, listen, if you had a shotgun, say, you, hey, I, was, I knew I was going out to the country, I was going to get some hunting in, you know. Sure. Or, hey, you know, I always carry a pistol with me because I'm like a veteran or, you know, I, I had a bad experience. I got robbed. You know, something a normal, you know, a normal person right, would do. Right. Not, you know, I, I just like to carry around. 24 a, pounds of dynamite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going fishing. You know, I could even have bought that. I'm going fishing. I like to dynamite fish at night. But no, not. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. And then so then all the, the spinoff games that have become wildly popular. you got the card games. You've got the board games. Eldritch Horror we were looking at. You played that, right? Eldritch Horror. Sadly, I have not. Oh, that's the one that you didn't? What were the other? Call Arkham of, Horror. Well, Arkham the Horror Call of Cthulhu, the card game, I enjoy. From Fantasy Flight? Yeah, I have not played it in a while, but I enjoy it. The cards, you know, of course, it's Fantasy Flight, so the art's good. The history's bad. You know, they got a whole backstory to it. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's a living card game, so it's not collectible, so you can buy anything you want. Well, I mean, now some of it probably is because it's out of print. Hmm. But what it is is you flip over story cards, and you attempt to get those stories based on, like, uh, combat, uh, mythos, knowledge, intelligence, and uh, other stuff. I feel that's how my life works. Yeah. I need, like, story cards that say, <laughs> get a promotion, yeah. like, quit your job. And I just flip them over and do whatever they say. And then uh, <laughs> you start out with ten cards, and you just take the cards, and it's first player to, like, three points. or I, I can't remember. I'd have to review the rules yeah. real good, but sadly I didn't. But my favorite game ever that I'll play anytime is Arkham Horror. From Fantasy Flight also, yeah, huh? Yeah, Arkham Horror, the board still game. Still in print? Out of print? Oh, it's still in print. Still in print, they, yeah, yeah. They got plenty of supplements. They have whole supplements. Weren't you there one time before we had the store? I got bored one weekend and died. Oh, when you set it all up. I remember. Yeah, I, I first got with my wife. This is when you knew she was a keeper? Yeah, when she put up with this. I put a huge table up in the basement. I had Arkham Horror, and I had like, all the supplements, and I played by myself. That was my whole weekend. I just Dim the lights, burn yeah, some incense, yeah, lit some candles, and played Arkham Horror. <laughs> I, I didn't want to deal with anything. <laughs> but that was pretty fun. But that is, you know, it's definitely a two- to three-hour game, and it's clunky to start. But once you get it going, it's 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 a board game that you, you're fighting the board game. Yeah. It's basically what it is, is you're a group of adventurers. You have little player cards with all their abilities, and it's almost like a talisman kind of game. Oh, cool. Where you run around Arkham, gates are popping open and monsters coming out, and you have to close so many gates, like six or seven gates, before the uh, Elder God. Seven gates? Is that Necronomicon stuff? Yeah, it might be. I don't seven. know. I'm just shooting numbers. I know it's six or seven. Yeah, but... I think it's seven in the, in the Necronomicon. Not that but... I've read it or you know, called <laughs> this per se. Per se. It's, it's in my car. Not, not that I practice. <laughs> With my machine gun. <laughs> and 20 pounds of dynamite. Yeah. No, not said no one ever. But, uh, <laughs> but the... Uh... Yeah, you, and you run around Arkham closing these gates while the gates are popping open because one of the Elder Gods is waking up. And you, those are all randomly chosen. Like, I think it comes with like eight Elder Gods to start with, like Cthulhu and you know all these other. You randomly pick one. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I feel like this would be a great live action game and just don't tell people you're playing like like the mall door that's yeah. one of them you have to close the security guards are fighting you you're, I gotta close this gate close the gate <laughs> what is that guy doing what, why is he doing that I don't know I it's don't, Cthulhu that's uh, why I know you run around it would be great if you ran around in right. 1920s garb right. you run up there with like a 20s uh, uh, like, like a like a mobsters like right, a right. pinstripe suit and a flapper girl trying to trying to shut the front Door marshals, yeah. 
closing the gate. I'm closing the closing gate. Closing the gate. I got it. And then you put a big elder, elder sign sticker up there. Boom, and then run away. Right. That'd be perfect. Oh, man. You would definitely. It'd have to be a multi-city uh, yeah, game. Yeah, be a good time. you stay in one city, you'll get stopped eventually. Absolutely. If you don't end up arrested, you didn't play it right. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's the premise of the game. And you have to close all the gates before the elder guy wakes up. And if the elder guy wakes up, you got to fight him. But it never works out. Mm-hmm. But you go to different places and you have different adventures. And it's really deep. It's, it's really deep because there's so many cards and so many options that you, you never play it the same twice. And then you hardly ever get, like, the same card flipped over the same thing. You know, like some cards you're like, I'm going to the, 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 the dark cave. Oh, you find a ghost or you find a, you know, whatever. No, there's so many options and different things. Yeah, and, better and, than our Choose Your Own Adventure. We, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is like Choose Your Own Adventure on crack. So it's like, it. it's just short of a role-playing game. They did a really good job. And there's plenty of supplements with it. But if you're looking for a game and just something to, uh, it's definitely time-consuming. It's several hours, yeah. and it's it's a lot of rules. But I, I, from what I understand, Eldred Horror is the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's worldwide. Oh, that's cool. And it's not as deep as Arkham Horror. Gotcha. Which, I don't know why we don't play this. We should just play this one day. Yeah, I mean, love to. I'd absolutely love to. Well, the thing, the other thing I like about Cthulhu is they did a good job of doing the history. So there's the 1890s Gaslight was mm-hmm. one genre that they do it in, and then they have the 1920s with mobsters and things like that, which, which is, is the what classic. What Lovecraft wrote it for yeah. it was the twenties. Was the twenties, and then and then they they twenties and eighteen hundreds. They did a little both. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then they updated it for modern. It used to be Cthulhu nineties, but that mm-hmm. was twenty years ago when the nineties yeah, were happening. So now I guess it's Cthulhu now or whatever they call it. But yeah, it's modern day. Modern day. Where I know I remember one of the adventures was from the role playing game for modern was it was an astronaut came home and brought something from space with them that you had to deal with. Yeah, it's real. It's subtle things. It's not like. Yeah. Overbearing or but I but I always thought that was neat that you could pick what era you wanted to play in and then there were there were adventures for that era. See, it's like like Cthulhu now, I guess I'd have to play in a good game where somebody knew what mm-hmm. they were doing because like I can't see like that'd be like now I, I can deal with it whatever and to me more horrifying is like the 20s or the the, the 1910 right yeah, around there because. And you're isolated, you know? I think that's the problem with the modern era. And that's why, I mean, with cell phones, you can't believe in stuff anymore. Yeah, you watch any any horror movie now, and the first thing they do is disable cell phones. Yeah. Because it totally takes away everything. Oh, God. (laughs) I has a guy with a chainsaw up here. Somebody have a backup. Can't call for backup. Can't take a picture. No evidence. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know. You can't get your compass or your flashlight. I mean, if you disable my cell phone, I'm basically helpless. Yeah, so like, and it's like, you know, way out. Out there and the roads weren't the same that's why you see a lot of desert stuff now yeah like horror and space well space is always but mountainous like yeah underground where you're stuck you can't get out oh the descent yes that was, that oh was like, you knew exactly what i was talking yeah. about man was that a creepy movie was, not the goofy one where they like change into but the the creatures that were actually living there, yeah yeah it was goofy where they were just existing and you didn't know they were there mm-hmm. you always wonder how much that goes on probably right now. <laughs> we're, we are in the basement we are <laughs> in the basement of <laughs> wonder if there's a sub level of this place it's gotta be there's it's a scary be. garage we should be playing werewolf in <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> uh, the, the old live action stuff was always hilarious oh remember oh they did have live action Cthulhu yeah remember and they had this huge you can make a uh, whatever a giant Cthulhu monster and it yeah. was like some guy in a sheet with a big frame with the, and it was like a huge thing like a two story creature and it's you're like right, awesome. this is, yeah and you're like yeah I don't know where I'm putting that or why would you wait what is we, could you see the landlord here if I was out in the parking lot with a giant suit walking around I feel like there's a festival waiting to happen. Like, like if you build it, they will come. We we could start a Cthulhu festival down Main Street. 
street. Yeah, I'll be out there. <laughs> Center Ridge and star, the stars are right. Brian, the landlord, be like, hey, I'm cool with whatever you guys do, but I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I got the lawyers on the third floor freaking out. <laughs> I got the yoga class on the first floor, like, lost it. Right. Cultists. There's just more cultists. Yeah, more cultists. <laughs> Walk around here with cults. <laughs> oh, could you see the Rocky River uh, councilmen or whatever? Oh, yeah, they'd be like all over us. In heaven. I mean, it... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Acting all crazy. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be fun. That's what we do need to start. There you go. That's a million dollar idea. Cthulhu, not Cthulhu Con, but like a Cthulhu festival, like a Burning Man where we... Oh, no. You yeah, just have people... Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, dude! Can't we just have like how about a, how about we start with a book club? You know, like a once a week. Hey, let's read. I mean, let's read that. something. No, you gotta go jump right to giant effigies out in the parking lot. I mean, although there, you know, Lowe's is right there. We could get all the lumber and timber absolutely. we need to build what we need. We have the ability. I'm fairly handy. We can build a giant. Effigy. Lowe's is right there. Then you got uh, the paint shop across, across the, street. the street. Yeah, just spray paint it right there. There's got to be a craft store around here. Where oh, we can make some tentacles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Home Depot with duct tube or whatever that is, like tubing. And done. So, yeah, over the years, we've had a lot of fun playing Cthulhu, as you can see. And it, it kind of, um, it's everybody's inside joke that's into it and on it. Like it, people that have read it, people that have played it, there's always an inside joke or an inside thing that they talk about because yeah. it's, it's such obscure, creepy weirdness that people will bring up. Oh, and then you see it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And if you say it, or you say it, because like on my car, I got a license plate that says Miskatonic University, mm-hmm. which is, if those who don't know, it's the center of like H.P. Lovecraft's universe was Miskatonic. Doc Armitage was a guy that studied there that knew everything. Yeah, so he was the guy that helped stop. Yeah, whenever something horrible came, they went there because it's the library that had all the old books. Yeah. Well, anyway, I have a license plate cover that has, like, Miskatonic University graduate on it. Well, it's pretty funny because people really want to ask, you know, yeah. like, oh, where'd you go? Miskatonic, where's that? I go, ah, it's up in Boston or something, you know. <laughs> you know make up some, yeah, New England. Uh, yeah, I studied, uh, you know, whatever Cthulhu mythos. And, <laughs> and it, it's great because people... Sometimes they don't want to admit they don't know what, or they don't right, know I'm right. playing around, and right. they all of a sudden they think that this really just happened, or right. this guy really. Well, I got a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in, <laughs> it's in the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. Here, check out these books. And then if they do know, then they're looking at you kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or, they, or people laugh when they see it. Like, right. I just had, you know, I've, hey, yeah, yeah, just had to stop. It's the greatest license plate I've ever seen. Where'd you get that? That's why I'll sell you one. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, it's a following. Definitely has a following, and we've had a lot, again a lot of fun over the years. The one I want to play is that um, that giant um, train one. What's the Horn uh, the Iron Express? Yeah, that's it. I've always I want to play that for like twenty years now. Yeah, I think they kickstarted that and got it back up, and uh, we just you know we sell it. They still have it in print. Yeah, but that's like pretty expensive adventure. Yeah, that was one that I just, bought it. I have the old one. Yeah, I have an old. I have the old one. Yeah, yeah, you do too. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. But I never opened it or looked at it because I want to play it so bad. Well. The old one, I think it's different than the old one's worth money, you know, obviously. But the new one I have, I open it up, I got to look at it. One of these days, I think when I'm done, probably with the D and D campaign, I'm yeah. running. Maybe I'll run something like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd make time for that because I've always wanted to play that one. I just I've heard really good things about it. Out of, out of all the adventures that and all the gaming we've ever done in our lives, I think the Cthulhu stuff some of my favorite. Yeah, it's memorable. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's not just a typical hack and slash. You just got to get good players too. Yeah. Did you see, and also, uh, I think they finally coming back out with, I read a huge article, which I don't know if it's true or not, about Cthulhu, the next edition coming out. No, I haven't heard anything about it. I think, not entirely sure, but I think the guys who had it 
who did Horror on the Orient Express, I think they somehow, I don't want to say killed it, but they overspent. And then the money they were supposed to use for the new edition, they screwed it up. That sounds right for Kickstarter, right? Yeah. And then uh, I think when they came back and the guys who originally did it, because a new group took over, like the old school, mm-hmm. came back, fixed it, and dumped their own money into it. And now it's awesome. Now it's coming. I don't know. It's coming. I think it's seventh edition. I think you have the, that's the latest hardback, right? What's it say at the top? Sixth edition, yes. Yeah. So seventh. seventh edition is coming out, and it's supposed to be soon. Yeah. So they I, were they were a lot of fun. Again, and the other thing I liked about it was it was an easy, as far as the role play game, it was a really easy game to, to play. Yeah, you it's could percentiles. Teach, yeah. It's, so you could teach the only dice you need, yeah. The only dice you really need are percentile dice. You could teach somebody to play that game in about five minutes, even if they'd never played a role-playing game in their life. Yeah, and, and once again, it's just purely... Yeah. It's role-playing. You know, you can bend the rules how you want. They're there for guidelines, yeah. and it's it's just, it's really nice. My only uh, suggestion on that one is make up three characters at a time, because you'll go through one or two. Oh, you story. die. Don't get attached. Don't cry. Don't be that guy who cried during the Traveler incident where you die, <laughs> or his character died in a space accident, but... You know, your guy's going to die. Try to keep him alive, but he's going to die. And if you can somehow get a heroic death, that's even better. Yeah. (laughs) Throwing yourself in the way to seal off the portal that stops the onslaught of ghosts. or Yeah, when you're about to be swallowed, just let the pin on the grenade go and (laughs) embrace it. Yeah, yeah. Epic deaths are always good in Cthulhu. Save your friends. If you can't save yourself. Don't. Or just save yourself. Just save yourself. Or just run. Open. What was that old? Uh, there was an old. Uh, oh, remember old Dragon Magazine, the Phil and Dixie. No, do you I remember that? No. There was a cartoon in old the old Dragon Magazine. It was like this. This cartoonist did this Phil and Dixie, and they would talk about role playing games. And they had a uh, cartoon. Where it was like three panels. It said, "Oh, I got the new live action Call of Cthulhu game." And it said, uh, "Open box," and then all of a sudden this demon or this monster pops out, and it says, "Run." <laughs> you know, the second instruction. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's about it. That's funny. That's but, about true. Yeah. Well, we've uh, vented, not vented. We've uh, talked enough about Call of Cthulhu. I feel like uh, you've you've heard all of our side of it and how much we love it. Yeah, I do. We do. We do love it. So uh, if you get a chance. Play a copy or wait for the new Sex Seven edition to come out. Sure. Stop by the shop because we have all these Arkham Horror, Call of Cthulhu, Eldritch Horror. We have all these uh, demo games in the back. Always looking for you to play with. Yeah, Love and making uh, new friends. Yeah, see what see what's going on about that, and then uh, next week or next time we'll try something. I'm trying to do these weekly, so it's my fault that they don't happen as quickly yeah, as possible. Brock is Brock is a little busy all the time. Weird. I know. It's like he expects me to like. <laughs> hey, I've got 15 minutes at 3.45 on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You want to do a podcast? Yeah. No, Brack, I have a real life. <laughs> yeah, we're going. <laughs> 2.15 a.m. <laughs> Add a few drinks. I got an idea. <laughs> no, should, no, Brock. Uh, I feel like that would be a very good podcast, though. This rule, remember my life? Rules, times. I'd like to know what's going on in the next, I don't know, week. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Potato, potato. And I really can't yell at you because it's not like I'm paying you for this. <laughs> <laughs> How come you were late? I didn't know I was supposed to be on time. <laughs> you have to be very specific if you want me to be a part of these things. <laughs> and if you're too specific, I won't want to do it. So yeah. ah, it sounds like a rule. I'm getting all itchy. There's a line you have to walk. <laughs> I feel uh, itchy. Oh, well. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> so next week, bi-weekly, weekly. I want to get them done weekly, but yeah. right, we're having fun doing it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, this has been Carlos. And Brock. And uh, this is Mortals Inc. Podcast. If you want to give us a call to the shop, 216-712-7169. Email us at podcast.immortalsinc at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Immortals Inc. And our website, immortalsincconline.com. Uh, until next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.